Hello and welcome to The Projector Playground, a space created by and for projectors in the human design system. In this podcast, we will be exploring all things related to human design through a projector lens, what it means to be a guide and energy weaver for others, and how learning, playing, and resting are our signature tickets to success. I am your host, Eliana Miranda, and I am so deeply honored to be guiding us all into the psychedelic gardens that is our projector energy field. Our aura is focused, our seeing is psychic, and our invitations are made of magic. So if you are ready to play the projector way, then join us in this episode of The Projector Playground. Hello projectors, welcome back to the projector playground. I'm in the process of releasing the first 10 episodes of season two. The one that came out today was projectors in business. And, you know, I released the first season pretty quickly. I put them all out like a couple of days apart and They, of course, came through and I recorded them all within like a little over a week. And then season two, I got the first 10 episodes recorded over, I don't even remember, a little while. And there was like a big pause between when those wanted to be released and when I actually released them. And then I had a message from my guides to like slow down in putting them out there so that there could be more time to digest and process the information that was coming through. And then I had somebody actually comment that they were slowing down on listening to the podcast because they have a tendency to just digest and take everything in really quickly, do all the research, get all the codes, and then not actually like take the time to assimilate that energy. So I'm letting those roll out really organically and then I'm also kind of doing my own nervous system work around my need to like binge and purge. (laughs) My need to record everything at once and then get it all out there and then take a big pause and trying to see if I can record here and there and let them just kind of roll out when they're meant to roll out. So that to me is like a projector nervous system thing. I feel like there's part of us that because we're meant to know and because we're meant to guide that we have this feeling that we have to take in all of the information that we can, that we have to be a processing center for everything that comes into our field. And, you know, I talked about this in a podcast before that we are kind of like the cleanup system for planet earth we're like digesting and processing the poisons and turning them into medicine so i know that that's part of it but i also think that there's an invitation for us projectors to retrain our nervous systems in a way that we give ourselves space to assimilate the information that we're receiving because 
we're such good researchers, right? We're such good knowers. We're such good studiers and learners. And I think there's also this tendency for us to just keep learning, keep taking things in without actually kind of grounding it into our lived experience. And I don't want human design to be another one of those things that we feed the mind or we feed the hungry ghost that then doesn't actually become an embodied practice in our lives, especially for us projectors that I think we keep a lot of our energy in the top of our aura and the the higher chakra centers and bringing it down into our being can be more complicated or more difficult. And, And this might not be you, this might be this might be just me and, and my learning and growth and trauma integration throughout this lifetime. But I know for certain for me that I've taken so many trainings, gotten so much education, like I've done everything from a master's program to a yoga to two yoga teacher trainings, from you know, doing real westernized medical work to doing energy work. And life has really been inviting me to stop training, to stop getting degrees, to stop going to school and to start to sit back into all of the knowledge and all of the knowing that's already there. And I think we as projectors, like we like to learn and we like to get our certifications and our trainings because it gives like a tangible way for us to communicate to people why we're special why we know what we know, why we're able to give insights like we do. And because of like the old school paradigm, that's like, you can't be a counselor or guide to others until you're certified in that, until you're, um, until you're trained in that, until you have your degrees in that, until you have your licensure in that, that we felt like we had to go fit into those paradigms in order to be accepted by the mainstream. And I think you kind of already have felt where I'm going with this podcast this season is like, we're not meant to fit in the mainstream. Like my card for this month is the fish and the fish is like, stop getting caught up in the current of life and like take a break. (laughs) Like don't get caught up in the big streams of life and like find your own way through. And I feel like it's a good message for us projectors. It's like, We've for so long just been caught up in the current of how things have been done before. We collectively have been caught up in the current of how things have been done and are still being done on this planet. We've all just been following the big flows of energy that are already there, taking us to wherever it is that life has been going. But it's like that timeline isn't looking good. that timeline is a timeline that feels very kind of apocalyptic of like using all the resources on this planet and not having any more trees because we've plumaged all of them for their wood, not having the oxygen that comes from the trees, right? Like having technology take over and humans not having any more autonomy. Like these are the mainstream thoughts that most people are writing. These are the kind of mainstream timelines that a lot of the fear propaganda feeds on. And, you know, turning the cog of the wheel in a new way is big work, right? There's a lot of energy turning those timelines towards that future. And us as little projector souls trying to turn it in the other direction, like it, it's hard. It takes a lot of work. But what the guides have been showing me is that 
we don't have to work to turn the cog in the other direction. What we do have to do is sit down, get silent, and wait for the invitations. That us just sitting back and not letting the world spin us where everyone else is trying to go, but instead us sitting down and resting and playing and doing things that nobody else seems to think are important or vital for humanity's future, that that in itself is going to slow that wheel down and going to cause it to spin in a new way because we're holding a force field and projectors auras are magnetic. We magnetize our opportunities. So if we are magnetizing that wheel of life to turn towards a more prophetic timeline of play and rest, intimacy and individuation and differentiation, you know, it might not turn in the opposite direction. We're not trying to go back in time, but it might start pushing the energy towards a new uh, perspective. It might start pushing the energy down a new hill. It might start paving a new way, a new groove in the psychic projections of society for that will to just like beautifully topple down into this new direction of human consciousness. So <laughs> I wanted to come on here. I really like had nothing in particular that I wanted to talk about. I have like a whole notes thing of like projectors in business. And I just listened to the projector in business talk today and, and was like, I have more that could be said here of how projectors can operate in business. But of course, I called in the guides, I pulled some cards and I asked what we really needed to hear. And what we really need to hear is that like us resting and playing and being in our own energy and doing our energy work and clearing our fields of programming and projections that are not ours is our purpose. It is the way that we are meant to run things in the world. It's the way that we're meant to guide energy forward in a new way for all. So as we continue to learn and to grow as projectors, like I pulled the card, the hummingbird, and the the message of the hummingbird, hummingbird is like to keep going back to your sources of spiritual nectar. It's like we've learned to gather honey and sustenance from different places in the world, different practices, different prophecies, and we have to return to those daily for nourishment, for rejuvenation. And... As we explore spirituality and creativity, it's up to us to find the droplets of life from that that become the sweet nectar that life is worth savoring, that life is savoring through us. So taking a class, yes, keep learning, keep learning your systems, keep growing, keep coming into more of who you are and the knowledge bases that you're here but remember that when you're taking classes and trainings and getting your degrees and things, you're not here to learn those things to keep perpetuating the old paradigms. You're not necessarily going to need the certifications and the licensure that others are getting in order to qualify you and make you a master at them. I know that there's like some dogma here that's hard to work around because it's like, how can you be a mental health therapist without your licensure, right? Like, how can you be a doctor without your, um, your MD? How can you do these things and operate in the matrix without these certifications that you're going to abide by their rules, you're going to do things their way, 
and you're not going to make them into your own little blueprint of how things actually should be operating. So I know that that's like a big workaround that we're collectively working around as projectors. Like I know that that's, that's, this isn't the easiest way to go about in life, but yet it is our way. It is what we are here to do. It is how we are meant to recreate life into something that is in more congruence and harmony for all. So I've been doing a lot of readings for projectors and, and one of the readings today, I was just getting a lot of messages about like, when we're at a crossroads, we're, we're not supposed to let our minds decide. We're not supposed to take action in these moments even. We're not supposed to do anything. What we're really needing to do is drop into our body, drop into our sacral, and be with the presence of that emptiness. We need to empty out <laughs> of the programs, of the paradigms, of the psychic projections that have been placed on us by others and how things are meant to be in the world. We need to empty our sacral and become resonant with what is there that is ours. And what is there that is ours is not the generator sacrals. It's not the manifested, ener the manifested energy of the manifestors. It's not the reflectors, even though they have an open sacral too. Our sacral is special. Our sacral is inviting in a new way to be with life. So if you're at a point where you're not sure what to do or where you're supposed to go, the message is not to do more. <laughs> the message is not to get spun around by the cog and the wheel or to float down whatever current somebody else or your, you know, that school of fish, that school of thought is floating down. The message is to get silent, get still, empty out, become you. I'm also at a bit of like a crossroads questioning of like where to go and what the purpose is and what I'm meant to do. And that's all the my guides have been telling me. Oh, go play. Go sit in the sun. Don't do any work. Don't write anything. Don't post anything. <laughs> I'm like, but I have this whole guidebook and I have this whole thing and I have all these other parts that I'm supposed to play. And they're like, no, put it down. If you're questioning what you're doing, put it all down. The things that are meant to be for you will stick around and they will show you what is part of your prophetic play, what is part of your prophecy, what is meant for you to actually be expending and working your energy on. I have this, this guide, I guess I could call it a guide that came through a couple months ago in a moment where I was very empty. I was on a beach, I was doing breath work, I was live, like staying in a house with a projector, no sacrals around, I um, was empty and I was asking for questions. I was asking questions to my guides for some answers, for some purpose, for some direction. And I had this medicine come through, the wildling and the disciple. And I got the codes. I saw it as this new template weaving together the play and the purpose, the ease and the effort, the student and the crone. 
weaving together these different archetypal patterns that are both and, that are both opposite in how they run things and they're on the same mission. The one who plays also is the one who purposes. The one who is seeking freedom is also seeking safety. And I was given this gift and not necessarily shown what I was to do with it. And it told me, it was in this, <laughs> it told me in this time in my life where my guides were telling me, you need to get silent and listen. And I'd gotten so silent and listened that this dropped into my field. So of course, after it dropped into this openness, my mind had a field day. Oh, we need to make this into a program. This is a medicine journey. We're going to do breath work on Tuesdays. We're going to have our integration circles on Thursdays. We're going to do this for a month and we're going to weave this template together as a collective of play and purpose of the wildling and the disciple of those who are here to be free and woo and magical and also the ones that are here to distill and define systems and templates and timelines. <laughs> so I had this program and then my guides were like, oh, no, no, we're not giving you any more. We don't, we don't want to talk to you about this. <laughs> you're taking this and your mind's trying to do something with it. And the mind has no say in this game. So every message I got further on was like, nope, we're not giving you any more information. This is incorrect. You don't know what you're talking about. And a little while later, I had received this kind of invitation to turn the wildling and the disciple into a song. And I'm not a singer. I'm, I'm not a musician. But I do work with this kind of energy of attunement, this idea that we are kind of attuning ourselves to be in energy with a reality that is in more resonance to who we are on a soul level, attuning our inner landscape to our outer landscape, attuning our spiritual selves to our human selves. And no lyrics came through. I tried. I was in a songwriting circle with some master musicians and even that didn't bring me to anywhere and then I kind of just forgot that it was supposed to be a song back to the program breath work this that let's take some photos for this with this group ph photography that I was doing so I can put this on the the front of the program cover recently I decided to empty out again and ask the guides for a message of what my purpose was. And they came through and said, you already have it. You already have the next steps. You already have what you need. You're just not uh, templating it in the way that we asked you to. So I sat with the wildling and the disciple again, and I pulled cards and it was like all these cards about music and song and sound. And if it's supposed to be an album, which I don't sing and I don't play instruments, so I don't know how or what that's supposed to look like. But what I want to teach you all through this share and through this story is that we cannot project ourselves onto life. We cannot penetrate ourselves into life. As projectors, 
by design, we are meant to let life penetrate us. <laughs> we are meant to let life invite us in, to life invoke us into what we're meant to do and what we think we're supposed to do is not it. It might have glimmers of it. It might have breadcrumbs of it. But life is going to show us what we are here for and not the other way around. And this is in being in collaboration with the earth and the animals and the plants and the moon and the stars and the sun, rather than thinking we as little humans inside of all of it have it all figured out. So emptying out might show you that you're not ready for what life is about to invite you into or that you need new tools. So that's what I'm working with with the Wildling and Disciple right now is to find the tools that I need to find the templates that it's asking me to create through my life. And all of that has been about like there has to be a place for play and there has to be a place for purpose. And these two things need to come together in this holistic sense of self. And you're not offering this to anybody in a program or a group work until you've woven these fields together in your own body. So when you're feeling lost or at a crossroads, come back into your sacral, come back into yourself, clear out other people's programming and conditioning. And if you're guided to take a class, if you're guided to find network nectar or network elsewhere, make sure you're not seeking that out from your shadows, from this imprint that we have as projectors that we're not enough just as we are or that we need a certification or diploma or something to hang on our wall or put on our resume that says that we are worthy of giving advice or guiding others. If we're feeling lost, it's because we've taken Persephone's journey through the underworld and wondered why we can't see anything. But when we're in the underworld, we're there for the medicine journey. We're there for the communications of our shadows and exchanges and relationships with that those things we've demonized about ourselves. And we can't find those things by continuing to create programs and offerings or telling other people how things should be done when we haven't figured that out ourselves. <laughs> and this is also coming back to one of the episodes where we talked about needing to learn how we were taught how to go out into the world and be ourselves in it, pave our way, make our path, provide for ourselves, resource for our families, the things we inherited from the father archetype. The father gave us some great codes, but the father, the patriarchy, also showed us that we are not worthy just as we are. we need somebody else to validate our existence in order to live this life as ourselves, as our authentic energy, as our nature. But life doesn't really care what you do. <laughs> Death is at the end of this timeline for all of us. Life wants you to be in relationship with life itself. And with open sacrals, we have a very unique relationship with the force of energy that is life. 
We are meant to be filled of it and drained of it, inspired and expired by it. So recently I was visiting my projector father who lived a very successful life. And <laughs> I was complaining about capitalism and he was, he got enraged. <laughs> he said, your generation complains so much about capitalism, but capitalism is the thing that's given you your freedom. It's given you the ability to be able to work as you do, being an energy guide and playing in magic all day. Buy clothes that make you feel pretty. Have freedom that I can have my own business and be an entrepreneur. Have a home. Have a life of my own creation. And hearing that from a projector's mouth, and not just a projector's mouth, but an elder's mouth, who didn't grow up with a lot of money, who paved his own way, sent himself through school, built his own business, created his own paradigm of success. It kind of clicked things into place, and I really wanted to come on here and say that I'm going to stop blaming capitalism. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to come into a better relationship with capitalism and with money and with a resource and therefore with the templates that earth is running at this time, that life is wanting to experience at this time. And I think that that is a better way to approach this huge energetic mainframe that we are spinning in a new direction. It's not that we need to destroy capitalism or destroy the patriarchy or take down the towers that have been built, that's also an apocalyptic timeline. What we really need to do instead is to come into better relationship with this part of life, to work with this part of life, to inform it of the new way of doing things and being with things that feels a little bit more like playing in purpose. It feels a little bit more like rest and regeneration. That feels a little bit more like being in better relationship with life. So I hope that this message has been supportive for you. And, you know, we're in the year of the water rabbit which is meant to bring, bring both prosperity and success. And also in indigenous cultures, the rabbit was a symbol of being careful what you speak and how you talk about things and how loud you get about the things that you're trying to get rid of. The story is that the rabbit speaks so loudly about his fear about the eagle coming down to eat him that eventually the eagle hears him and thinks well that's a really good idea so 
So as we continue on our projector journey, as we're exchanging information and messaging with others, I just wanted you all to know where I'm at with all of this right now. Where the gnosis and the mysteries are taking me and that's to empty out the sacral and be in presence and stillness and peace with what is here right now. And if from that place, new degrees or certifications or learning are inviting you in, take that class, listen to that podcast, download that guidebook, then integrate it, assimilate it, open yourself up to receive the great capacity of intel and information that it is actually downloading to you as a projector which isn't gonna look like how it speaks to a generator or a manifester or a reflector. It speaks to us in our language, our projector language, which is a spiritual language that we are all learning to translate right here, right now. So thank you so much, projectors. For tuning in today. I hope this message finds you well. I will see you on the next episode. Bye for now.